Welcome okay. back to another edition of the Lunch Session. This is your host, Ricardo Chavez, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Sancho, as we discuss uh, some things you probably won't care about next week. Uh, say hello, Sancho. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Always the uh, the stellar intro. Um <laughs> So this time around, uh, so so again for lunch for lunch session for all you new listeners, uh, this is Sancho and I's uh, more informal podcast where we kind of just riff about uh, something that's popular for maybe the, the couple days or a week or so, and uh, like I said, it'll be some shit you won't care about next week. So uh, this week we'll actually be talking about uh, something that was personal to us. We uh, went to the Redskins Buccaneers game on Sunday where we got to see Tom Brady the GOAT flub in person. It was tragic, but also great at the same time because I was cheering for the Redskins. So we'll talk about that. And uh yeah. So first of all, uh football team asterisk. <laughs> yeah, watching football team asterisk. Yeah. It was actually uh for any of you uh football fans out there. They uh, this was actually the very first game in which Washington put their official Washington football team logo actually on the field. Apparently, according to my uh, my uh, friend Lauren Heap, uh, shout out to Lauren, he was in an earlier podcast of ours. Uh, he said that the Redskins they were using the NFL logo in lieu of an actual logo as they were decide as they're still deciding on what the new team name is going to be. So a couple firsts going around for the Redskins. So that was pretty wonderful. Um, so first of all, Sancho, what did you think about the game? What are your thoughts on it? Oh, yeah, I think it was amazing. Uh, I've, this is my third live NFL game, and this is probably the, move, the one that's most exciting. Uh, mm. I don't even remember the first one because it's, you know, it doesn't, doesn't involve Patriots or Tom Brady. I think the first one was the Vikings and then the Redskins. And then, and then you know, we watched the second one. I was with you as well, watching the first time we watched Tom Brady and he was with the Patriots. He just, he just utterly destroyed that. Yeah, he <laughs> did. That was a blowout. Uh, and then this one, actually, I love how it went to the last play. Uh, I mean, there's so much to unpack, but let me just say, like, I was, you know, I, I want to watch the game for, to watch the GOAT, you know, Tom Brady. I, it's, I always see it as, you know, as if watching Michael Jordan back in the 90s, you know, you might not be a Bulls fan, but just to watch him play is something that you will probably, like, cherish forever and something that, you know, you would regret if you don't see him kind of thing, right? Like, I agree. You know, and I care more about the Washington football team or, you know, the Redskins, formerly known as the Redskins, more than the Buccaneers. I don't really give a shit about the Buccaneers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a you know Patriots fan, you know. I mean, it's kind of like weird. Like I was talking to my manager today. I was like, "Well, I'll watch the game," and I'm a Patriots fan. I watched Tom Brady, and she's like, "But you're not a Patriots fan. You're a Tom Brady fan because you're watching <laughs> Tom Brady." But I'm like, "No, no, no. It's just it's more like you know he was, you know, it's just hard. You know, I mean, if you go through my journey, it's hard to rooting for a guy for like ten years, and he gave us like seven Super Bowls, you know, six mm-hmm. Super Bowls, and then you just you just can't forget that guy, you know." I mean, of course, I still root for, you know, I, I really, I'm really hyped. We got Mac Jones. I think I talked about it in the previous lunch session. And by the way, I'm correct. As as you know, he's doing amazing as well. Uh, I remember we had, you were doubting him in the beginning of the season. But anyway, yeah. So I think it was a great game. I'm, 
I didn't really care. I'm kind of neutral. So my team was not really playing. I was just there to enjoy a great game, and I got what I wanted. Uh, I wish I wish the Washington football team scored a field goal. So, Brady, I can watch one of those vintage, you know, one minute left, down by seven. Is Brady going to go tie the game kind of thing? Which he did. He did that vintage thing at the, at halftime, right? And that's when you mm-hmm. you went to the restroom. You missed yeah, the exactly. he part of the game. Like he he had there's like fifty seconds left, and he literally drove down the field in that fifty seconds to score. You know, and they were like a twenty yard line to score a field goal. Yeah, I went to uh, the FedEx Field's disgusting bathroom and missed classic Tom Brady to, <laughs> yeah. to stand in a smelly bathroom that's rarely ever clean. It was good, good time. Good, good use of time there. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, I mean, for those people, I mean, probably most people don't really know, unless you're a Redskins fan, Washington fan, or Buccaneers fan, or Tom Brady fan, you probably didn't care about the game. But basically, the, I think a summary of the game, the Washington team was leading. I think it, it, the Buccaneers had a bad start. Brady had a bad start, right? He had, he had like back to back interceptions, like he had like two interceptions in like two minutes. And, you know, Washington capitalized on that and took an early lead. And then but eventually, you know, Brady had his magic. He started doing his comeback until, like, by the fourth quarter, he cut the lead to four, right? With, like, around mm-hmm. eight minutes left. And that's when I was like, kudos, like, kudos Ron Rivera. Like, I never seen – I mean, a lot of people try to do it, you know, like, to milk the – he literally milked the clock. He's, he had the ball for eight minutes. And yep. <laughs> ended up in a yep. touchdown, which – if they score the field goal on that, you know, they'll be up by seven and Brady will have the ball by like a minute left or something. But yeah, I mean, the, I was watching first take today and at the end of the day, the question was like, did, you know, were you worried about Tom Brady's play? But actually, if you think about it, I don't know, you, would, you know, where we didn't have commentary, we didn't see the stats because we we're watching live, but you know, mm-hmm. like the only had 12 snaps. They only had 12 snaps. So basically, the whole time, you know, the Washington football team was on the on the on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I mean, that was I think that was fucking impressive. Twelve snaps and you scored two touchdowns and like they had like two field goals, right? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, they definitely put points up. Yeah, I... they put points up in twelve snaps. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically, and they were that's all the ESPN people are just saying like, yeah, I mean, Brady played amazing if you think about it 12 snaps and you score two touchdowns right mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty great right the time he was on the field was limited and he mm-hmm. made the most out of it but that was a problem he was rarely on the field you yeah. know which yeah. is uh basically uh a big demerit on the Bucks defense they just couldn't stop the you know they couldn't stop the the running game of the mm-hmm. team and which kind of sucks for me because I kind of went there to watch Tom Brady. I only saw a little bit of him. <laughs> He's only there for 12 snaps. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think it was a great game. Uh, definitely the Buccaneers defense didn't play well. And I think they re- I think the defense uh, coordinator of Buccaneers was definitely outcoached by Ron Rivera. They couldn't figure out those like, you know, I mean, I mean, you've seen it live, right? He would have mm-hmm. like a two-yard run and then a three-yard run and then a five-yard run. You know I mean? And they, every time before they play they would like literally have one second left on the game clock <laughs> like yeah yeah they were chewing up that clock yeah, they were yeah. Up the clock so yeah, yeah. A good strategy i think i think it's a coaching thing you know uh mm-hmm. ron rivera the good i mean it makes sense right if you're the coach playing against tom brady you want to hold the ball as much as possible <laughs> exactly yeah. 
Exactly. You want to you want to keep that ball out of his hands. Yeah. I so a couple a couple things definitely on the game. So first, I will say this about Mac Jones. I never doubted him. I just thought it was blasphemous that you said he was the second coming of Tom Brady and he hadn't had an actual snap in regular season football yet. That's where I was having the issue. Because I'm like, come on, Tom Brady has just proved himself to be the GOAT. And we still got a guy who just got drafted. Let's let's show Tom some respect. Exactly. I, That's think what I, I even it's said like hold on. in the young, you know, beginning. It's in the beginning, you know. Yeah, I know, but your wording is what I originally the wording is what I had a, a, a problem with. But you fi- but you you cleared that up. I, I and I will say this: I didn't even doubt him. I was actually, I think, if I remember correctly, on that podcast, I was. I even said, I hope he actually does well. So, just to clear up my name before you uh, try to sully my good name. Um, no, man. I, I, you know, it's it's funny that you brought up the first football game because I was just thinking about it. I've also only seen three NFL uh, games live, and all three of them involved the Redskins. The first one is uh, one in which I actually went down to Texas uh, to that new Cowboys stadium, and I saw the Redskins play the Tex- uh, the Cowboys. And uh, one of the worst games on earth, it was a game decided by field goals. It was it was awful. The stadium was amazing. The stadium was ridiculously yeah, amazing. I want to check that out. That seems yeah, like I think it's I yeah it's one of those things where yeah if you ever do find yourself out in that area, I I would definitely recommend it. I don't know if I would say make a trip to be there. You know the only reason I went there is because I was already in Oklahoma, but uh, no, it's a pretty sweet stadium. But then the uh, second game, what is it? Redskins versus Patriots, in which the Redskins yeah. got blew out, and so this is the third one. And finally, like they say, third time's a charm. They they uh, pulled out a dub. And on live, so that was pretty sweet. Um, I'm not as big of a football guy, so I can't really speak on strategies or anything like that. But what I will say is, uh, one, I did think it was a great game. I absolutely echo that that sentiment. Um, what I thought, well, you know, because I was discussing with uh, Lauren, you know, we, we were convinced, right? You know, we were thinking by third quarter. We were already planning our exit strategy. We were thinking by third quarter when it's, you know, 38 to 2, We'll uh we'll start making our way out the door. You know, that's a I was that confident on that's how the game was gonna go. Cause I just thought Tom Brady was just gonna put a whooping on this uh Redskins team. And so it was amazing. It was just amazing watching the great start, the seemingly great start they got to. Cause there were those two interceptions at the beginning that definitely killed the Bucks. I think one of those was a and correct me if I'm wrong here, but one of those, I think the second one, that was that one was a full on interception like the guy the guy just intercepted the ball i think the first one it was just a uh it bounced it was a tip right it was just a tip or it it bounced and it It just happened just a redskins person just happened to be redskins washington football police uh washington football team (laughs) player man that's a mouthful uh just happened to be in the area to, to swipe that bad boy out the air so that was, I mean, you know, so those definitely cost them. And then yeah. uh, I just, yeah. yeah, and I just remember thinking, you were like, man, Tom Brady, you know, came back from the bathroom. You were like, you just missed Tom Brady's magic. And so in my head, I'm like, all right, well, Tom's about to kick it up. And then I remember looking to my left and going, the Redskins still have this, like, four-point lead, and we're about to hit the and we're about to hit the fourth quarter. Like, that third quarter just flew by in what felt like five minutes. And mm-hmm. that's right, right about there is when I started having that, like, Hope that oh man, you know I think we can do something out of this, and then they uh, they uh, they kick that field goal to make it. Uh, what, isn't that, yeah, they kick the field goal to make it uh, up seven, right? 
towards the end. No, it was uh so they were No, it wasn't. They they were actually they were actually able to score the touchdown. That's right. They yeah, kept they, they kept the moving down the field. It was, four. it was supposed to be three, but that's what it was, yeah, yeah. The kicker missed the, the, kicker missed the extra point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that. I so remember so most that. of the game, the, the you know Washington team was up by Washington. ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you know, then eventually, because you know, because the first two interceptions, so mm-hmm. they started the game with like you know Brady had an interception, and then Washington scored a field goal, and mm-hmm. then I think the next uh, another interception, and then they scored a touchdown, and they were up ten ten nothing. Yeah, yeah, it was ten nothing, and then I think Washington scored. I mean, I think Tampa Bay scored like a couple of field goals. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think I don't know. They bring they brought down the basically by halftime. Uh, Brady's like last uh hurrah, like his you know the one that he did his magic. They scored a field goal. Yeah, and they cut the lead by ten. So right. going to the third quarter, Washington was leading by ten, and I think third quarter did no one scored, and then like it was a bunch of three and outs, and then the fourth quarter that's when uh, you know that's when. Buccaneers actually scored a touchdown, cutting it to four. Mm-hmm. It was just the beginning of the fourth quarter, and that was like when there was in in I don't know in ESPN they were saying there was like ten minutes left. I remember yeah. eight minutes left, but either way, it's like a whole, the Redskins basically hold the ball for a whole quarter. Basically. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah they hold the ball for a whole quarter. I've never seen anything like that because you know normally they try to milk the clock, but it's gonna be a three and out. Yeah, but they are milking the clock and they keep getting the first down. So. I was, it was uh, a <laughs> yeah, like literally like first down, second down, third down, make the third down, first down, second down, third down, make the third down. Yeah, it's pretty methodical, but but they wasted a lot of time. They wasted a lot of time. They it was a perfect strategy. They pulled the yeah, ten point up into the fourth quarter, and he scored a touchdown, and he was ready to score another touchdown, but he never got it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. No, it's it's a no. It was a. It was awesome, and then it was it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome just being around the fans. Because one thing I will say, um, Washington absolutely has its loyal fans. Like you could just, it's it was it was, <laughs> it's kind of amazing to watch, right? Because this isn't a team that necessarily performs particularly well um, on a regular basis, but they still have a lot of super loyal fans. So it's it's all it's amazing to just be in that crowd in that field especially when your team's winning um <laughs> it's it's definitely a different feeling it's definitely like a buzz in the air um so that was pretty that was pretty sweet i will say it is i think that's to be honest i mean it was a great game but that was probably the best part of the day for me yeah i don't know it, it's just i'm just happy you know i'm just happy to see those fans and I mean, even before they were winning just how passionate they are you know they were like you can't do that you know they're all like yeah. cheering and just the, you know, and then when they finally won, and you know, they won in a big upset. I think nobody expected them to win. Yeah, like, man. Even saying you and Lauren, I mean, Lauren, I know Lauren's a big fan. They didn't expect anyone to win. You know, I mean, that's uh, you know, ESPN is roasting the Bucks really hard right now. game, <laughs> 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 and I mean, that's why I'm kind of mad and pissed. At ESPN today, like, I was watching first take, and I mean, all they talk about is how much the Buccaneers defense choke. And they didn't talk about how great, you know, Washington football team played, you know, which I think they do. You know, like Washington, I mean, you know, Washington, and they were saying, oh, it's the worst team in the worst division. I'm like, well, I think their record is actually not reflective of, you know, I feel like they probably, I, I never followed their, I haven't seen their games this season, but mm-hmm. 
probably like a lack of execution because that team has talent. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean they have a great defense. They have great offense. Uh, well, so here's let me let me let me rattle off some of the teams that they've played and in, in in on their way to that. Uh, yeah, but I their think, record. Hold I on, think, no, hold on. So they played the Bills, who they lost to. They played the Saints, who they've lost to. They played the Chiefs. They played the Packers. They played the Bucks. Now, who they've won. I mean, it's not like they've had an easy schedule up till now. Yeah, well, they're having. Also, I think it's uh, football is like a game of matchups, and yeah. I think Washington football team is really a kryptonite of the Bucks. You know, Maybe. I mean, they almost beat them in the yeah. play. Yeah. Like they said it in the you know in the ESPN. They're like, well, if if like Washington plays the Bucks like every week, they like you know Heineke would be like an All Pro or you know receiver, All Pro quarterback right now. So it seems like they're, you know, I mean, it's it's there, like it's one of those things where, it it's just, you know, like they're just, uh, it's just their kryptonite, it's their counter, you know, right, you know, I think the way the way Washington plays, you know, is, I don't know, I can't explain it, but it seems like, yeah, because I mean, we've seen this last year. I mean, we've seen this last year in the playoffs, and and that was Heineke's like first start, you know, and this is like. Heineck has been playing already, and I mean, let's also mention like I think the best de- defensive player, right? Chase Young was apparently has a torn ACL. Yeah, man, man, yeah. That, and that's a, I, I, can, I didn't even ask Lauren about that, but I already know that. Uh, that's that's a that's that's probably the worst blow, and uh, you know, yeah. for that defense, they he, won. Yeah, he was wasn't he like already their captain? Even though yeah. he was playing for like two years, just because he is just such a big presence. Yeah, I mean he's their most famous player. You know, like he's the. Yeah. I think he, you know, he's on the all defensive team and all that stuff. But, I mean, Washington's known for their defense and like a big part of it. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Good quarterback with Heineke, but to be honest, I mean they only have like one. They have one receiver, like Terry McLaurin, which mm-hmm. is great for the fantasy team because he gets all the catches, but. Aside from him, there's really not a no. There's not really, they don't really have any other receiver. I think their running game is pretty decent, you know, with Gibson and McKissick. As you've seen in this game, it's really, you know, their running game really like took over. But I want to go back to the fans, the jubilation of the fans. Yeah, that's interesting. Like I think it's really the environment. Like after the game, you know, you you and Lauren took Uber, but I was actually walking to the metro, and I was walking with, you know, it's a mile walk. And it's, I'm walking with a bunch of other people and fans and just to see the atmosphere and the energy around it. And even the vendors. And that's why I bought like the, I was cold. <laughs> I got the cap. I bought it. It's like $5. So I have a Washington cap now. Yeah. I said, you save it. And then, I don't know, like the people there, even the vendors, like celebrate a win, you know, like buy this cap, buy this, you know. <laughs> I actually got a hot dog there too. Like there's, by the Metro, there's a bunch of guys like selling hot dog and hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I just got like, I don't know. They were just happy. They were like, let's celebrate a win, buy a hot dog, you know? Yeah, it was a buzz in here. And when we were, uh, when now, we were. Hmm? The Metro people are so just, everybody's just so happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up, it's just crazy because I, when I saw my fiance, you know, I was like, look, I'm wearing this, this Washington like uh, cap. And then, but my jersey is like Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swept up in a moment. That's the best part. I, mean, I was cold. I needed oh. it's a utility purchase, and mm-hmm. it's that remembrance as well. And I also got a free sunglasses, so that's yeah. which is good. I don't own one. I need, you know, at least in the summer, I have a sunglass already. Yeah, I will say that 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 buzz in the air is like that feeling of just being 
first of all, being on the cheering team, right? Like the winning team's crowd, um, being part of like the crowd, that definitely adds to it. But like, mm-hmm. it makes me think of um, all the games I kind of want to see now, right? Like this is Washington football in the NFL. You know, NFL obviously is very big in the U.S., but uh, you know the Redskins aren't necessarily the best team. But like, what if man? What if and and I'm expand. I'm 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 completing this out to all sports. But what if you went to like because this is a dream of mine personally. Personal dream of mine is to go to Spain and watch the two best um, soccer teams out there, um, Barcelona and Real Madrid, play like oh, in in one of their stadiums. Like that <laughs> is. That right there, I think if there's like that, if you're looking to chase that buzz, if you will, right, because there's no, for lack of a better word, I'll just call it that buzz in the air after the victory. I feel like one of those games, you know, where hopefully you go to the home team that actually wins, wins his stadium. There's probably no, but like no more insane feeling than that. Because they, they get to singing out there, like when they when you're watching these soccer games, they got these songs, they're just screaming the whole time. They're just letting loose the whole time. Probably, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I've seen, you know, NBA game and Redskins games. Uh, but probably the best, like, fan stuff that I've been part of was in the Philippines. Uh, like, two things. So, number one is, uh, in, of course, my school, University of Santo Tomas. So, okay. college basketball is really big in the Philippines. So, we have dances. We have, like, cheers. Like, go stay, go stay. Like, we, you know, so we would all sing. And that's the thing. On my day one as a freshman, they teach us all the sing the songs. So when we go to the games, we actually know the songs, and we have like a drum, a big drum team as well. So they were like, "Dude, mm-hmm. so it's in the, yeah." So that's always majestic. Uh, our college thing, I mean, it's probably similar here with Duke and Kentucky. I mean, we have Ateneo and Lasalle, so like the half of the stadium is like blue. That's a color of Ateneo. Half of the stadium is like green, you know. And they have like you know, which I was I've seen those games too, because in the Philippines, you know, here we have like different stadiums, right? Here mm-hmm. we just playing one stadium so like two games so what what i what we did is i watched like the usd up game and then after that i watched the next game which is at the neo lasal game so you actually watch two games in one day you know so that was that was pretty cool and then uh yeah i remember we would jump sections as well we would buy the <laughs> sections and we'd jump to that yeah <laughs> it's probably like a 30 20 feet jump and uh I was younger, so I can. I was able to do the jump, but it was it really hurt my ankle after that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we're I don't know. And then we, we since we didn't have seats, we actually just sat on the floor. <laughs> anything to just anything to just be in there. Yeah, hey, yeah. We just some crazy pants. Actually, sitting on the floor because it was like yeah. super. Yeah, you know, great. And then another thing in the Philippines is so we have Philippine Basketball Association. Hmm. Basically, our NBA. And the most famous team there, so here in the U.S., they're, they're named by the city, right? In the mm. Philippines, named by brands. Like, my, my team there is called Talk & Text, which is basically a cell phone brand. It's like rooting for T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so that was my team. And actually, they, they're still winning championships until now. Uh, but the most famous team in the Philippines is called Hinebra, which mm. is actually by... <laughs> I think it's a it's it's a gin company, and I think the reason they're so famous is because a lot of people drink their gin. <laughs> so, they, yeah, and most of you know most of their uh, you know most of their crowd, their fans are like uh, no the masses, right? The mainly uneducated like people who just drink gin a lot every day. You know the tambay, <laughs> so 
unemployed people who drink every day. You know, those are like their their big fan base. So I remember watching, uh, you know, me and my dad, we had, we normally just watch like random teams. No, yeah, and I think I no, I think this one actually watched live. It was my team, Talk and Text, playing Ginebra, and I think this is like the playoffs, right? Mm. You know, so I remember watching. I never. This is my first time watching. You know, I've watched a lot of PBA games. Right. I watch a lot of random teams, and of course, watch a lot of my talk and text my team. But this is the first time I've watched a Hinebra game, and I kid you not, man. The first basket Hinebra did, like first two, I remember Eric Mack made it. I still remember it was a jump shot by the free throw line. It was like an earthquake, like mm. literally the whole stadium. They were like, I think that's the, that's what they do. They started uh, stomping their feet, like, doo, 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 doo. and I, I kid you not, it was like an earthquake. The whole ground was shaking. Oh really? Oh, yeah, and it, it was like that. Like every time they make a shot, probably for the entire first quarter, and it was oh, like losing it. Yeah, it was like until now I I won't I'll never forget that moment because it was like imagine like twenty thousand people like shaking. I'm probably like the only one rooting for the other team there because like the whole stage was basically rooting for Hinebra. You know, I mean it's it's the biggest fan favorite. I don't know why, but my my you know my assumption is because it's a gin. You know, they drink the they drink the gin. So yeah, no, that's that, that is my yeah that is yeah. My, my great uh, fun experience in the Philippines. Maybe when we come by, we'll watch a PBA team. You know, I'll show you. We will, we'll see if uh, if it's still the same thing. It should be. We can watch a Hinebra game. We can, we can I don't know. I'm, I'm mixed on going to the Philippines, bro. You talk. I saw those photos of those bats that are human size, and I'm yep. sitting here going, "Yo, I don't, I don't need to be, I don't need to be in a place where bats like that are chilling, bro. I'm just that's all I'm saying. Mountains like in the in the. It's it's like saying like oh I don't want to go to DC because I don't want to see some bats that are found in Maine. Like that's basically what you're saying now. Listen, bro, they can find their way down to DC though. That's what I'm saying. They can find their way down the mountain. They got wings for a reason. But now, those, those things freak me. The, those things I will I will. The vampire bats. Those those suck your blood. <laughs> those those huge ass things. They suck your blood. No no those huge ass things eat bananas. They're friendly. Oh really. Yeah, that's why they. That's why they are. Got people take pictures beside them. It's imagine like a big dog. It's like you know, fuck you know, that. Imagine, yeah. imagine a big dog. Those creepy little <laughs> fucking things. There's no way. There's no way they're you can compare them to a dog. They're herbivores. They eat like you know, bananas and fruits. But yeah, the the one I'm scared about is those vampire bats. And those yeah, are like creepy. Small little bats, but they you know that's why they're called vampire bats because they drink blood. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're found here in the U.S. I don't. I don't even know where to find them. But yeah, there was actually a movie I watch about them, mm-hmm. uh, bats, and they, you know, literally as you can see in the movie, just like bats, and a lot of people just get killed. <laughs> like this. Yeah, but trust me, I don't even know where you got that information. I mean, I it just, is, I, they're large and friendly. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think I stumbled upon it. Is what it was. I don't even remember where I stumbled upon it from, but well, I just remember any of them. They're you know they're like and they're actually very endangered, so they're like a, a very protective species, right? Really? Now. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's very to, to you know you, you, it's not like a common it's not like a common thing you'll find. Yeah, anywhere. you're not just walking around. And you'll see that shit in the sky one day. Yeah, like <laughs> you, wanna, like you, you probably have to go to like a sanctuary or something. Yeah, because mm. I know they're you know they're very. They're very endangered. Uh, I mean, I just, you know, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen them in person, but 
based on what I know, they're very endangered and they are very friendly and they are herbivores. So nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. Yeah, uh, so wrap this up. I would say I think we'll go ahead and wrap this podcast up here. You got any last thoughts about the game? No, I think just an amazing game. Uh, I just want to talk about it in our podcast. I think, you know, I think a lot of people would enjoy an NFL game sports. Uh, no, yeah, I think I think that is just like my main takeaway. I mean, like I said, this is I decided to go there to tell this story to my grandkids and now have actually a really good story because it was an exciting game. And yeah, I think the bottom line that, and I think that's why more people should get into sports is like we get that joy. You know what I mean? Like that joy that those people like, remember that people around us, they had that incredible aura, incredible joy that you will never really get unless you get into sports, you know? So. Hmm. No, that's a good, that's a, I think that's a good point. Um, my last thoughts is I'm definitely, I'm definitely happy I came. Um, it makes me want to see more football games now. Cause I honestly had no future plans to, watch another football game this is the only reason i was going is because we had to see the goat you know what are the chances that he's going to be in the dmv area before he retires very unlikely i would assume so you know this is very likely going to be one of the last few times we'll ever get to see him play live and so i didn't want to be one of those guys who like like i think you were saying earlier like being one of those guys who miss jordan play like you don't want to do that you know, you you know this that guy played for forever, but you still missed his games. Like that's insane. So yeah. I, I didn't want to say that about the person who is the best player to ever play the game um, so far, and likely will be for a good number of years at least. So I'm definitely happy I did it. I'm looking forward to my next football game. I don't know which one I'm going to go see. I don't know what I'm going to do, but uh, definitely looking forward to it. So uh, let's join me to Foxborough. Let's watch Mac Jones. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. Maybe. Well, I'm just saying. Let's also hope we can see Tom Brady again. You know. Oh, I mean, hopefully he'll play more because I think he's in NFC now. So I think he, they play like the Washington Football Team like more frequently. So yeah. Maybe, I mean, I think next year they might play each other again. Maybe, maybe if we're lucky, maybe. And and if so, and he's still playing, absolutely, absolutely ready to get tickets. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will get that. We'll spend more and actually get near. Because I'm so tired of like. Dude, we're not we're not doing those nosebleeds anymore. Never, never. We can talk about this off screen, but uh, yeah, but uh, no, we're we're getting uh, we're getting club seats. We're getting club seats. We're getting club yeah. seats. Like, I have it's... pictures of Tim Duncan up close because I was in the seventh row when I watched him. Yeah, I tried taking the Tom Brady pictures, but all I got are like... he's indistinguishable. You can't tell who he is. <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> I just need a good picture. You know what I mean? Like even not necessarily a big picture with him, but like. A picture of him, you know, that I took that is actually distinguished. A good one. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. No, we got to do it right, dude. We got to go to places where the bathroom are clean, Sancho. We, we work way too fucking hard to be peeing in bathrooms that are fucking disgusting like they are. It's, I, it is, this is this is not okay. This next is, time. We'll, we'll, next we'll, time. Exactly. The clean bathroom experience. That's what we'll do. All righty. So with that... Uh, We'll wrap up the podcast here. Uh, we want to thank our listeners for sitting here with us as you listen to us ramble about some shit you may not care about next week. Um, if you want to email us, you can reach us at publicdiscoursepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's public discourse podcast, discourse 
podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to send us uh, any hate mail, any love mail. We'll read it live and then we'll directly respond. Also on uh, Facebook. So just search public discourse and you can just like us on Facebook. Yeah, we started a new group. There, so hopefully you can enjoy it there. Absolutely. One free, one easy place where you can have all our podcasts in one in one spot. So uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a uh, great rest of your day.